in five, four, three. Well, we're actually already recording. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Bootleg VHS Pop Movie Podcast. I'm your host here, Kevin Lawrence, and welcome to Breathe Easy Radio. We're back with a guest who has been on this podcast before, fellow uh, movie fight. That's my new way of saying it. Or cinephile. I didn't want to say cinephile, so movie of fight's my new one. Uh, yeah, I don't think of myself as a cinephile. Uh, movie of fight works. <laughs> if that's not a word, we'll call Webster. All right. Here on the Bootleg VHS Movie Podcast today, what we are talking about is greatest movie theater experiences because, folks, in 2020 and also 2021 this year, who's going to theaters? Nobody. Well, I mean, some are open if you have to be messed up, but what movies are being released in theaters? Not much, none, because, funny enough, the ones that had to be in theaters for Academy uh, rules and regulations don't really need to go into theaters anymore, at least for this year. So everything has been on streaming, which means someone like me, who has very little passwords, isn't seeing good (laughs) stuff. Right off the bat, the worst contender. Actually, I do have it on Hulu, and I should watch it. Nomadland just uh, uh, came out on Hulu, and there's a lot of buzz on uh, best picture, best act, uh, Fred McDormand, an actress in the leading yeah. role for brave, a female. Very brave hair choices. Bra- brave hair choices. Seems like a very depressing movie, and I can tell you, for someone who's living nomad land, but in a big city, so it's not as bad. From what I see in the trailers, these people are out like in the deserts of nowhere. Get yourself to a skyline city. <laughs> a lot easier in LA. It kind of reminded me of the. Uh... Grapes are rough. <laughs> Uh, in the trailer, though, I kept thinking of an Into the Wild, like yes. the Catherine Keener yep. family that he meets. They're giving you that feel. Yeah. Okay, but she is awards favorite uh, to get a uh, win best uh, oh. actress in the role, but she that would be her third. And who needs an abundance of statues in so this life has, besides Meryl? She has uh, from Fargo, Fargo and, and Three Billboards. Yep. Okay. Good. I mean. If she earns them, she earns them. If she earns them, she earns them. But you, you told me something I need to watch, and I don't know what streaming site it's on. Carrie Mulligan in Promising Young uh, Woman is up yeah, there. Earned it. For a great she role. So this could be her year for that statue. Uh, is that on Netflix? What is that on? I think it was Hulu. Um, yeah, that's something else I could have been watching. Amazon? Could I be Amazon. Think it was Amazon is the one that I don't have. I was able to watch it one night in Miami at a friend's house, which is very, very good. Um, one night in Miami. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Do you have Amazon? I do. Do you not know about One Night in Miami? I know. <laughs> folks, it's about Muhammad Ali, Sam oh. Cooke, Malcolm X, and Jim Brown. I have seen the commercial for that. I forgot the it's name. It's very of it. good, very good. It's like a, a play style movie. It's like if you're watching Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf. Very good movie. But I was only able to watch that at a friend's house who had Amazon. Because I have not even seen Borat too. Yes, I know. And oh, funny Kevin. enough, the, the 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 woman who played his daughter got nominated for a Globe. So let's see what how this goes. Folks. She is so good. Yes, and if you remember, uh, Sasha Baron won for Borat as like a Golden Globe. So Did it's, he? it's happened. Oh, he won for best comedy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not for best actor. Oh wait. No, he did actor, but you know how the Globe split him apart. Okay. No, he got no Oscar love for that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he is getting uh, awards love. I don't I know. Mean, James Franco got nominated for Pineapple Express at the For Globes. Yes, yes. The Globes are loose. Uh, uh, he's a double nominee, I believe, because he's also nominated uh, Sasha Baron for Trial of Chicago 7. Did you see that one? I haven't seen that one yet. It was good. I liked it. It's good Sorkin courtroom drama writing. You can eat it I, up. I liked see it, like Sasha's <clears throat> range. He's got a good he's range. Also in, we were speaking about Les Mis earlier. Oh, yes. His great singing in that. 
one of the better members. Uh, well, yes. As someone who did not know anything about that movie, the songs from it, yes, he did a good job. I gotta say, though, um, uh, the reason I like Charles Chicago 7, our boy just Joseph Gordon-Levitt, JGL's in it. Did, what was that other one that he was in recently? I think it was on Netflix or Hulu. It takes place in New Orleans. Oh, the one with him and uh, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that. I need to watch that. I'm behind on that one. Yeah, I remember that. There were that. some really good parts of that one. Overall, yeah. it was just kind of meh. Now, would that have been uh, Let's See This in the Theater? Or did that even come out like a year ago when it was in the theater? So that's, how, that's how far back we are on these things. We watched it several months ago. I don't know if it... If it I think it would have been visually cool to see in the theaters. Yes. Uh visually cool and also you want to sometimes see a good awards bait stuff theaters because it'll move you that moves your vote uh you know what else i wanted to bring up as we're transitioning to movie theater experiences that were best fun is what we're going to get to speaking of borat best fun best fun movie theater experience <laughs> that are the best fun to watch in <laughs> borat no six at clearview i remember literally on the floor it's might have been one of the few times in my life in public, on the floor, literally, I fell out of chair on the floor. Like in the beginning, it just it hits you so hard. I was on the floor laughing. So that's one of the good experiences. So we have a list here of also great ex movie theater yeah. experiences that we're gonna throw it out on because since well, you can't I'm see, gonna, oh go ahead. Oh no no, what were we gonna say? Well, I was gonna play off of your um, falling on the floor laughing. Oh yes. And I was gonna which tell is you R L F L. Yeah, whatever. Rolling on the floor, yeah. R L T. Yeah. Sorry. I was gonna um, go to the other side of that and tell you about my experience seeing what dreams may come oh, in yes. the theater at like age 13 or 14. A not so and, as, um, as comedic uh, experience. I'm gonna see a Robin Williams movie. I'm gonna Robin laugh Williams my ass movie. off. <laughs> you go into it thinking it's Robin Williams, it's gonna be funny. Cuba Gooding Jr. Off of that it? Jerry Maguire height. Right. Yep. And then what happens? Have you seen this movie? I have not. I mean, I kind of know what it was about, but I don't want you don't have to worry about spoiling. But it just okay. didn't seem appealing. I mean, it's from like 1998. It so. didn't seem appealing as a middle school or maybe as an adult's perspective. I'd have it, a different one now, but well, it's visually interesting. Oh yeah, because his wife is a painter. Yes. But why was the experience not fun in theater, Suzette? Oh, it wasn't that it wasn't fun. Okay. It was that I had such an emotional reaction to a movie like that. So at age spoiler 12. Spoiler alert for this. Yes, for this 23, 24-year-old <laughs> movie. Uh, his wife commits suicide. Yeah. And therefore that might cannot be it. go to heaven. Yep. Because uh, this movie abides by, by the, those the, rules. The, the, the God laws of the um, Bible of the time. So he chooses to leave <clears throat> heaven and go to hell to be with his wife. And her hell was her in like a cold dark room trying to paint and she couldn't paint and she was just crying oh. and he goes to her and I went to see that movie with my best friend and my older cousin brought us to see it Jeez. and I curled up in the chair my and I put my head against the back of the chair and sobbed to just get away from that sadness Jeez. and they yeah they both just kind of that's Wow. Pulled away from me and let me have my moment. That uh, one experience. Now, why didn't you say it? Now, was it rated R? Or was it PG-13? I think it was PG-13. Just a heavy subject still, though. Wow. That might be almost as bad as, how about this for, it was a good movie experience up until the end because it hit you hard. Why did I see my girl in the theater? Oh, God, I saw that in the theater, <laughs> yes, too. Yes, a lot of us might have saw that theater at age, like, seven or whatever so, came out. 
My dad and my oh, brother. It was a great movie until the same. <laughs> the same night, my dad and brother went to see Hook, and me and my mom went to see My Girl. Okay. My Girl holds up way better than Hook. But Overall, but Hook's have a more fun time now yes. and then, which I never saw that movie either in theaters or at all. Okay, I know. Of there like are the, two new movies I need to go the, watch. The girl movies and the boy movies. My, <laughs> yeah. Now and then is the like yeah. stand by me for what? girls. It's weird because yeah, it is, and if there's some and like I I talk to women all the time like who love the Sandlot, and meanwhile I can't get off my ass to watch now and then or any kind of movie The Secret Garden from that era that was geared towards then. My bad. If you're gonna watch one, watch now and then. Don't bother with The Secret Garden. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so that's a tough experience. I mean, for what dreams may come. My Girl holds up. It's still a good movie, but not something probably you want to see in right. theaters or even just see at Sedro. And I don't think, you know, our parents took us to that thinking. I think we just they, they heard the song. For kids. Yeah, no. Macaulay was on a roll. We're like, oh, man. You're going to see this Macaulay movie. And boy. No spoilers. Watch it, kids. Look it up. So let's go to the happier movie viewing experiences we have on our list here. Now you said you saw Little Mermaid in theaters. On my well, I don't know if it was on my birthday, but when it was for my birthday, when I was like, I think it was. Now going on that Disney I don't run. Know if it was my fourth birthday or my fifth birthday. I don't remember what year Little Mermaid came out. Did you see most of these Disney movies in theaters? Like you said, you saw um, also Beauty and the Beast in theaters. Saw Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. I saw Aladdin in theaters. And Lion, Lion King, King, great experience. Pocahontas was the last one that okay. I went to the theater to see, and then I thought that I was too yeah. old and too good to Not, go see Disney. Cartoons. Yeah, didn't see Pocahontas, and then Hunchback, and then Hercules. So I was done, and then Tarzan. Forget it. No, Russ has had Russ did get me to watch um, Hunchback and Hunchback ain't bad because it's, it's crazy that Hunchback the Hunchback is a, a, your boy Amadeus, Tom Holtz. Oh, great um, that's role. That's another movie. Okay, I. What? Amadeus. I loved. I love the movie Amadeus. Great movie. I finally convinced Russ to watch it, and he wow. fell asleep, and I yelled. Oh at him no. Uh, did you was he in like band like growing up? Maybe that's why. How many yeah. is it? If you were in band growing up, maybe you saw Amadeus through that too. Also, just let him know, uh Amadeus. Oh, Salieri, he's the guy from Scarface, Omar, who gets thrown out of the helicopter. Great, great role. He's also in Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, F Furry Abraham. Oh, Furry. F Murray. Furry Abraham. For Murray. Alright. At age six, I saw the movie Robin Hood Prince of Thieves in Tatos. <laughs> I I'll face never off of. Seen that whole you said I've not seen it? Yes, you're right. And it is weird that some people are, have British accents and some people don't. Even, but at, go ahead. at the time, because of the Brian Adams song, Everything I Do, and that music video showing clips of the movie, that makes you even want to go see the movie more. But yes, you're right. The logistics of it, ridiculous. This I mean, could not be anywhere in England in any time in the past. But hey, still a fun experience. I just remember that one. Even yes. Chris, does a Christian Slater at least attempt a British accent? Probably. He gives up probably halfway and goes back to, yeah, like, well, Crossfire. I don't really. <laughs> That's really big, because Yeah. What was I saying? Costner? No, he's not even trying. Costner isn't even trying. Now, another one. You saw D2 in theaters, Mighty Ducks 2? Yes. You were so lucky to see that, because that's a it legendary a, great movie for us. But what was that? It was a school night. 
Right. Like, a school night, but you were able to still go out and see D2 in theaters. My mom theaters. picked me up from school, and we went We went to the mall, because the theater was in the mall. Yeah. We saw D2, and then we just went straight home. Because part one had been so good and uh, so I, um, yeah. uh, effective on you. I saw part one. We rented it. Oh, okay. VHS, and then you were psyched and ready. And I couldn't shut up about it, so yeah. I think she like, kind of understood. I'm one of those people looking back that I think they should not even have done part three. It's, that's really yeah, it's I, not even I that saw good. part three in theaters as well. What a fan! Probably opening weekend. What a fan, but, folks. Uh, now, yeah. first of all, that, that's crazy because like, oh, Joshua Jackson's like a year from Dawson's Creek at that point. Transition. Me, like, Joshua Jackson has just consistently, like, he has hit like every decade. Oh, the man works. He's just... Every decade he's like, what am I, a new vehicle to go onto? I like it. No, it's gonna like, turn out from that cast. Actually, Michelle Williams is the best of that cast of like talent-wise acting. But yeah, but Joshua Jackson is like consistently like very definitive characters. Like, yeah. Now I gotta really uh, try to give the skulls another chance. I don't know. I've seen the skulls. Did you see Fringe though? Did you? I've watched a few episodes of it. Yeah, I liked it. I never watched that he was also on this other The Affair show. I watched the first season of that. Yeah. Um, I and they kind of lost interest, but he, I mean, I enjoyed him on it. Now, we might have to speed through and hurry this up okay. on the on the uh, uh, bootleg movie podcast, but a good, also, bootleg VHS movie podcast, sorry. <laughs> Another good experience was when I was nine, The Mask in Theaters. I was a huge Jim Carrey fan and introduction to Cameron Diaz. So, That's... had a good effect. It's one of those, like, when you see someone's first movie, you didn't know that they were going to go on to be such a leading star, but one of those, I just had a great experience. Also, in that realm, Oh, no, no. Okay, we talk, we already went through... I'm trying to do it in the chronological order. Oh, so gotcha. next up is me at age 14. I had one of the greatest days with my best friend. My best friend, Mark, we saw... We went to... It actually was the second one theater at the time. You know, the old doll theaters were like months after it actually being released. So we did see a movie called 10 Things I Hate About You. Starring the great Julia Stiles and Heath Ledger. Great. One of my favorite lines in a movie ever. Yes. I'm back in the game. And I'm uh, back in the game. I always, whenever in sports and like a team gets back in it, I always find that gift to put up <laughs> of JGL. And uh, back in the game. Yes. Because of that cast and this great stars, that's the reason why like that movie's been so good and dear. But if also, I think I saw like freshman year high school, so it gave me an impression of what high school was going to be like. So that's why I liked it so much. Somebody drawing dips on your face. And someone drawing, the, you know, Crumbles, buddy. He was the butt of Joker, but now. But later on in life, you see how much of a badass Crumble was, man. He's a cool kid. Crumbles has been kind of the jo like a lesser Joshua Jackson. Yeah, lesser Jackson. Yeah. Keeps showing up. Now, another one on that same day, because one of those when you. Something you can just do at theaters. You go out in a movie, hey, another one's starting. Uh, we don't want to go all into the ticket booth. Let's just go in here and just watch we've it already, right we've there. You've already paid. So at the time, and this was a rated R movie, I got to see Analyze This in theaters. Billy Crystal, Billy Crystal and Robert. Robert De Niro. Okay. And this is also age 14. Like, I'm also getting into the mafia phase, too, and I'm watching, like, Casino and Goodfellas. So I was like, of course I'm going to see this. So this being a comedy uh, mafia spoof. Wait, Great movie. I'm trying. To, I've never seen it. I'm trying to remember from the box at Blockbuster. So I'm guessing. Crystal, remember he was on the couch. I'm guessing that Billy Crystal was like a kind of nebbish uh, therapist, yep, and yep. Robert De Niro was a mobster who yep. was seeing him as a client. He was having anxiety. It was almost Sopranos, like actually in the yeah, dynamic. And so, yeah. He he, he trains him uh, to trying to deal with uh, what he's coping with, was giving him anxiety, and all kind of uh, jokes 
uh, ensue of uh, mafia spoofs, mafia spoofs in general. Thought it was just a great, funny experience to see both of those on the same day, and also like, you know, you're 14, you're starting watching rated R movies and something like that. Yeah, so and you're actually watching movies for movies, no more kid shit. So. <laughs> I don't know, after that I have, uh, one of my last ones is Kill Bill, which I saw at Canal Place. Great experience, and I, well, I, that was I liked it also because this of the, the first one, the first one with okay. the crazy fight scene at the end, and you're also a Tarantino fan. I just remember I liked it about the ending where he's like, is she aware her daughter is still alive? That cliffhanger was so good. Sometimes okay. movies are good because of the effect that they can have when they finish. Yeah. Yeah. I... It's been a really long time since I saw the Kill Bill movies, Um, but I remember when the second one came out, I was friends with a lot of, like, film students at UNO. Yes. And so, they wanted us all to go see part two. Yeah. Or volume two. Volume two. Volume two, sorry. (laughs) Um, It's it's Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) So, we watched uh, the first one, like, we rented it and watched it at, like, one of the apartments at Privateer Place. Yeah. And I loved it. I was like, this was so good. Then we went and saw the second one, and I was so bored. Because the it wasn't all action. Yes. It was all talking, I know. I was so But bored. they tied things up, I Suzette. I'm sure if I watched it now, I, like, it's back so to good. Back, I would appreciate that. Yeah. Two is just, it, the writing is so good, and the stories are good. Number one, you're just watching for the fun and the action. No, Lucy Lou was so fun. Yeah, two is just, yeah, the story unraveling. Yeah. It's just more dialogue. It's cute. Uh, yeah, alright, so almost to end this last one you said was good. Oh, by the way, Canal Place, do you remember your great fun movies you've seen there? Because oh, they used to do, so like, many. midnight movies, and I saw Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas oh, there. Nice. Uh, I think one time we saw Clockwork Orange there. I did see There Will Be Blood there, I remember. We I- weren't able to see There Will Be Blood. We had to go to uh, Harahan for that Ah, movie. okay. But I we saw-, saw Into the Wild there. Woo! We saw No Country for Old Men. Woo! Yeah. Oh, I, I saw that at Clearview, yeah, but I did see that here. Yeah, One yeah. of the better experiences um, that I had there was Speed Racer. Wow! Uh, Loyal to Emil. Yeah. Oh. All through, lo- yes, yes, know. we are. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, by the way, I saw a little bit of sunshine at Canal Place. Oh, did you? Good movie, yeah, I like that. And then I think, I, might, I don't know if I saw Juno there, but maybe, but yeah. It, it was it, it was a good experience when it was like the old way. Now it's new pretend. Just I haven't been there. Yeah. I don't know what it's like. I think but... we did see Juno there. Yeah. But we also um, I went one year with Star. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And a couple of other uh, another people. guest on Breathe Easy Radio, folks. We were gonna see um, I Heart Huckabees. It was like during the New Orleans right. Film Festival. Wow. But for some reason we weren't able to see I Heart Huckabees, so we saw The Motorcycle Diaries instead. Oh, okay. Um, now, when you watch Hire Huckabee's, uh, the, was there a disclaimer on the like screen to actually say what, how that movie made any sense? I don't know. <laughs> so it took me like three tries. Someone's got to gotta explain that movie to me, yeah. And then I tried to get Russ to watch it, and I was like, and it's crazy that that's, I, I don't not, think I can sit through this in it, one sitting. It's again. crazy that that's David O. Russell, because I do not think David Russell. And then to see the, like, footage of him being, like, such a dick to Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin, oh, how I are you going to be a dick to Lily Tomlin? I don't get personalized. I did not know about that. That's kind of messed up if it's true. All I know about is David Russell and Clooney got into a fight on Three Kings. That's <laughs> what, like that's the rumor. He gets into a fight with somebody on every set. It's tough out there when you command in a set. I know if I'm a director, well, I'm the easiest director in history, but, you know, I understand. Sometimes you got to get bring it out of the characters. Yeah, All right. Bradley Cooper, we just... Coops. I call him Coops. <laughs> Elmer's <laughs> Omnibus. That's mine. 
Where do you stand on uh, does uh, Rami Malek have Bradley's Oscar conversation? Does wait. Does Rami Malek have Bradley Cooper's Oscar? I'm sorry. So wait, what was Bradley Cooper up for that? The Star is Born. He was Jackson Lane. I didn't see that. Well, I like your nose. I did. Whoa! I did see Bohemian Rhapsody, though, and no, that movie did not deserve any You did not Oscars. see In the sha la 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 I didn't. I, it was a I big didn't. event. I need to see that one. Uh, it's pretty good. You gotta watch it. I mean, if you're a Gaga fan, too. All right, okay. we will end the show here on your last one that you said you saw in theaters, and I just see it with you, I remember. Knocked I Up. Knocked Up was... When Rogan, we were introduced to Rogan as a star. I just remember... We so said goodbye to Catherine Hype. I saw that the first time I saw that with you. Yes. And then, you've seen it multiple times. Um, I was working at Phil's Grill at the time. Oh, Phil's Grill. Are they still was, alive? No. Uh, well, Phil's still alive. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. It's um, grilling. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, then the second time, so my coworker from the restaurant, Godfrey, and I went and got margaritas and snuck them in. All right. So yeah, folks, that's also a cool thing about a theater. Besides you know, sneaking in candy, which we all do, sneaking in alcohol. <laughs> Another thing about movie theaters we're going to miss. Sorry, continue. <laughs> and then, I think I saw it a third time with Russ. That was around the time Russ and I started dating. That's beautiful. I'm pretty sure I saw that. A weird first date, we uh, a movie saw, about that, about, um, about pregnancy. We but still beautiful. We super bad ah, Yes. Um, you see, when we were talking about high school range and schools we wanted to go to, like, even though Superbad is on the last day, like, we were, uh, Sarah and I said that's out of our range of like our wheelhouse, but like I still would have gone to that high school. Yeah. That party seemed like it was great. Oh, is that cooking class with the. Yes! <laughs> it, it, a lot of that was similar. Like, even though like Super Bowl was 07, like at a high school, a lot of that was like, that's kind of like how it was. Like, yeah, yeah it's, like. I it, think, well, Mean Girls is probably like the most yeah, accurate yeah. high school experience yeah. movie. We talked about that one too, whether you wanted to be at that high school. Yeah. I said Tim Meadows was the principal, of course. I didn't leave the south side. Anyway. All right, uh, so we're going to... I just want to end it on... Sorry. Well, not end it on, but I wanted to add, like... Yes. So, I've seen uh, several movies with you. Yes. In the theater. Oh, I, I, are you going to add what I was going to say? Alpha Dog? Oh, no, but that was a tragedy, and R.I.P. <laughs> I answered Yelton. That was a good movie to see in theaters, a very tragic. I did not know the story was going to go there that way. I know. No, I was talking about Smoking Aces. Oh my god, yes. I smoking aces. A movie that I would love to go back and revisit, not knowing that it, that was Chris Pine as one of the crazy brothers. What a good experience <laughs> in theaters. Peak entourage Piven. Common, starting to do movies. Great, what a cast. Bateman's in it. Alicia Keys is yes. in it. I believe Taraji P. Henson's in it. Like, Dang. Such a good cast. Yeah, we saw that. That's like 07 too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Smoking but I just aces. remember with Knocked Up, as soon as it started and it was old Dirty Bastard, yep. you like yeah. started laughing and clapping yep. so loudly. I was like, yeah! <laughs> that was my kind of movie. Oh, Apatow. If you give me Knocked Up, like a super bad Pineapple Express, like, like that that trilogy, that like year, two years together, that stretch. And I'm like 23, Blink 22, yeah. nobody loves you. That's just, that's just wheelhouse. Like, yeah. Apatow's aesthetic has kind of worn thin for me. Yes, but I, I do appreciate. I did like the King of Staten Island. I, I, I want to see it. I'll try to get it on someone's, like I said, on someone's uh, podcast password uh, get to. Because yeah. I thought, you know, I want, I'm a fan of when Bill Burr does serious stuff. I like it when comedians, again, 
try to do it. Yeah. Serious stuff, because I think Robin Williams taught us that. I take you that statue. One of the lessons Robin Williams taught us. What dreams may come. Well, thank you so much, Suzanne, for being on the Bootleg VHS Movie Podcast. Oh, wait, can we... Oh, wait, we're still here. We, we didn't say our, our worst. Oh, on the back of the list, worst. Ah, we have two on here. We don't have to, like, talk about them ever. Well, my, what dreams may come, apparently, was one of your worst. <laughs> Mine was... I was so excited after seeing Matrix 2, and then when I saw Matrix 3 in the theaters, I felt it was such a letdown, because... Number one, not as much action as just stories confused the hell out of me, and then it was like somewhat of a truce that they came up with. And not to mention how, what the fuck does that even mean now that they're doing a part four? How are people coming back? I don't know. That's going to be on Max later this year, though, so. Your bad experience, you said, was. Also, uh, a part three. Yes. Uh, I went to see Spider Man 3. Spider Man 3. I, Toby Spider Man 3. Yeah, oh yes, the Toby Maguire's. Well, yes. this isn't a. Well, Holland, if you would count, he's like done two and a half Spider-Man, I guess. What about Garfield? He only did two. Oh, okay. Uh, but I didn't see parts one or two. Yeah. Went to see three. Not only was this a bad Spider-Man movie, this is like one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Suzette did not like emo Spider-Man. Oh, God. Or what they did to poor Thomas Hayden Church. Oh, boy. That CGI. Sandman, oh. baby. But he took that sideways uh, goodwill and he said, I'm going to be a movie villain now. Hey, you said Garfield, but actually another good experience was at Pretendian. I saw Social Network in theaters. I actually oh, thought that was great. I bet that was a good one in good, theaters. Yeah, good experience watching like Sorkin's dialogue. And like, I, there are sports situations like you know, the Dodgers won last year, so it actually doesn't count. But when the Dodgers like lost like the, 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 to the Astros, I'm cheating Astros, like that was tough. And even the Red Sox won. But when Social Network lost to the King's speech for Oscars, oh. that was one of the toughest losses I think I've had in my history. Like, no, eh, I'm not over that still. And I'm one of those people who argues, like, eh, Raging Bull's okay, but Ordinary People's better. So, ordinary People is better. I know. Raging is well shot, well directed. Give Scorsese the best director. I got so bored. But there's not a lot of, like, Oscar travesties that I'm, like, I'm, like upset about. Dances with Wolves, Goodfellas, I guess that's a, that's a tough one, too. Scorsese got it bad a lot of times. But no, Social Network, King's Speech, King's Speech, give Colin Firth his Oscar, but no, a better movie, you know, I'm, 10 years, forget what you think about Zuckerberg, the whole movie just, uh, you better lawyer up, pal, forget what we think about Mr. Hammer, not MC, talking about Cannibal Hammer, <laughs> I'm talking about just the Sorkin script and the overall movie and then just the fun of like, before Facebook had ads, which they say in the movie, when it was just them on a zip line and like Timberlake showing up, it should have been best picture. Listen, if you want me to hate a character, yeah. get Jesse Eisenberg to play him. Oh, okay. I Suzanne was not a fan of Now You See Me, which I got to be an extra no, in, by the way. I'm, what? Yeah. Nice. Oh, I'll tell you about Ruffalo Wings after this. Sorry, but go back to Eisenberg. Wait, did you say Buffalo Wings or Ru Ruffalo? Ruffalo Wings. Okay, we were in the holding area in the middle, in like on Bourbon Street, right? Mm -hmm. And like we, in the holding area where the extras are, every all the extras are on the street, but we were like actually extras, but also in this other bar hanging out. And the other bar next to our conjoined to it was the holding area for people. And Mark Ruffalo was there. We saw in the backyard eating chicken wings. All right, I thought that was cool. I think I went to the bathroom, and then maybe ten minutes later, I came back and he's gone. My friend has the wings, and he said, "Yeah, Ruffalo gave us the wings." I'm like, oh, we got some Ruffalo wings here? <laughs> so either my friend, Mark Ruffalo, did hand my friend the wings, or my friend took the wings and Mark Ruffalo left. Either way, we got to eat some Ruffalo wings. 
Wow. Now you see me. I get to be an extra of that. Yeah, the scene on Bourbon Street where he jumps on the car, like, looking around after they flee. Yeah. I haven't seen I cut you off, but tell me your Eisenberg uh, uh, hate now. I don't... It's not that I hate him. If you want to be... I've, he plays a good... But I've hated every character he's ever played. He plays a good, like, guy not to like. I get like, you. Like, oh, and the squid and the whale? I just want to smack him. Like, he's such a little... Ugh. Let me do my Eisenberg. Well, I guess uh, that's <laughs> certainly uh, your opinion. Okay. <laughs> Well, anyway, Susan, thank okay. you for being on the Bootleg VHS Movie Podcast. When we talk again, we'll have you on the call-in shows, but I will get to watching... Oh, so I need to watch How to Make an American Quilt? Yes, and you are going to give me a, a, a boy. I need a movie that boys watched back in the day uh, like from, like, 96, 97. If I can think about it, I will. I mean, the only one I can think of that I didn't even watch that would have been, like, kind of a teaching you kind of story list is the one with Kevin Costner, Kidnaps the Kid, The Perfect World. And Clint Eastwood is like the sheriff chasing him. Never saw it. I wanted to. Never heard of that one. Oh, it's called A Perfect World. And then Costner had one called The War with him and Elijah. Oh. Wood. You saw that? Okay. <laughs> so many times. <laughs> Instead of calling them the lip nickies, they should have called them the lip kickies. <laughs> yeah. All right. We will see you next time. Go stream something and keep watching those movies, kids. Thank you.